the skincare world is like a minefield. There's always a new product, there's always a new gadget coming out. It's hard to know which products are actually non-toxic and are going to deliver powerful outcomes. Don't worry, I've got you covered. From a list of over 250 skincare, hair care, makeup, hair, skin, nail supplements, grooming supplies, dribble rollers, and dermal rolling serums, I've got you covered. All of these products are pre-vetted by me and are free of parabens, salate sulfates, artificial dyes, and fragrances. Head on over to the shop page at theschoolofradiance.com. If you'd like some customized guidance, which I highly recommend, be sure to book your one-on-one -on -one session. Use promo code PODCAST15, and I look forward to connecting with you over at theschoolofradiance.com. Enjoy today's episode on the School of Radiance podcast. Welcome to today's recording here on the Rachel Varga podcast. We are live on the Rachel Varga official Facebook page, YouTube channel, Instagram live here with uh, just a beautiful mother CEO, mega babe. So that is what we are going to talk all about here is how to stay balanced with that. Let me tell you a little bit about our guest here, Teresa De Pasquale. She is the CEO and founder of Capture Social Group. Teresa De Pasquale helps busy entrepreneurs grow their brands on social media with over 10 years of experience. She's mastered the art of online branding and social media strategy and has become the go-to for many high-level clients and companies providing different programs from one-on-one -on -one consultations to management programs to help them successfully grow their reach, credibility, and sales on social media. So welcome. Uh, we're just waiting for Teresa to join us here on Instagram. There you go, Teresa. Welcome. <laughs> Am it's I back all on? good. It's so great to have you here. Yes, we are live on Yay, Facebook, YouTube, IGTV. This is what happens when we got uh, two mega babe CEO <laughs> boss babes in the house. We figure this tech stuff out. So welcome so much, Teresa, for joining us here on the show. And how's your day going so far? And then we'll get into some questions I have for you. What's going on? It's going great. Hectic as usual. So we are uh, great. We're, so we're actually finishing up a mold remediation at my house. So it's been a little crazy here. Oh, with, gosh. Uh, I'm adding construction super to my resume. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so for any of you who don't know who Teresa is, she has a history of being a, a pro card winner, <laughs> bikini fitness model. You've run gyms right now. You have, you know, the social butterfly social networking group. And I remember the first time I met you, Teresa, I was just really taken back. And I don't often get taken back by individuals, but I just looked at you. You're larger than life. I mean, how tall are you? You're I'm you're like ten. Amazonian. Yeah. I'm 5'10 and with heels probably like 6'2. And you have <laughs> this yeah, and you just have this presence about you. So I just want to commend you on that, that, uh, you know, you look after yourself. You, I want to take some notes out of your playbook. So let's get into it. What are your morning routines? That's a really good question. Um, I've actually talked about this before in an Instagram post because I have something that I call my magic morning. It's my routine. And so basically, this is kind of like my sacred time because, you know, as busy professionals, entrepreneurs, 
we are getting pulled in a thousand different directions. My schedule is jam packed with calls, interviews, things like that all day. And so what I do is I don't open my schedule till 10 a.m. every day because that allows me to do my workout, do my training, my cardio, infrared sauna, meditate, like all, all of the self-care things to make sure that I get that in before my day starts. Because if I don't do that, it's very easy to just kind of have that go out the window. So that's something I've done for probably the last four or five years that's been integral to being able to like balance everything and keep my health and juggle everything that I juggle. Yeah. And actually, I heard you say this, I think it was sometime last year that you don't take calls before 10 a.m. And girl, I took a I took a play out of your playbook. <laughs> and <laughs> when I started doing that, I have never looked back. And one of the reasons I like doing that is because it just allows you to land. You know how sometimes you wake up and you're just like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've hit the floor with my with my feet running. And I feel like I'm on just like this wheel rat race. And it does allow us to ground and really carve out that self-care time. So what tips would you give people that are moms, CEOs, working from home, maybe not working from home, just like to maybe incrementally start to carve out their morning routine? What tips would I give them? I think it's the most important appointment that you'll book. And so um, I actually just had this talk with my husband mm -hmm. because he's getting busier now and I hear from him all the time, but he doesn't have time. And I'm like, you are in control of your schedule. So the first thing is you have to block off that time and make it a absolutely do not book. Like there's zero exceptions in my book um, for that time because I've been, um, if you follow me, you probably see that I've been through over the past couple of years, some health challenges. And honestly, I think the only reason I've been able to sustain my business and to bounce back the way that I do is because of the importance that I put on my health and self care. Um, for example, I don't know, a couple years ago, I think it was like 2018, 19. Um, have you heard of like the cavitations in the teeth? I had to have a big cavitation surgery. I ended up getting really mm -hmm. sick, chronic fatigue, all of that. And, um, I was still able to like function <laughs> through all of that simply because of every day I'm doing all the biohacking things. I got my red light, I got my supplements. I'm really big with supplementation, yeah. obviously eating whole foods, um, meditation has been huge. In fact, I actually recently started doing Joe Dispenza's meditations. Are you familiar? I spent a whole day with him. He's freaking fantastic. The mornings yeah. I do my Joe Dispenza meditation, I kid you not, it's just like synchronicities happen, yep. flow states. It's actually pretty wild. Yeah, it's it's a really good way to get centered because I think, I don't know about you, but when I wake up, my phone's pinging all, you know, all the time already. And so it's kind of like, okay, stop. Do the meditation, get centered, get in the right frequency, right? In the right energy. And then everything that you need to do kind of just like works itself out. Um, so that's been really big for me. I've been doing a lot of his meditations. I'm actually going totally. to retreat his seven day intensive. So that should be fun. I'm really excited about that. But yeah, I mean, I just, I can't underscore the importance if you are a professional entrepreneur or someone that's busy of really carving the time out to take care of yourself. Because if you want to talk about productivity, I work less now and I'm more productive than I've ever been because of how I function. I probably get more done. And this isn't a, this isn't a brag. It's just the reality of like how I used to be versus how I am now, because I've made this switch. Um, I get more done in five hours because my reality as a mom is, is when I two 30 call stop and I go pick up my kids and I'm a mom in the evening, I don't work all night. So I mean, occasionally I'll jump on emails and stuff, but I'm really big with keeping that like kind of balance of working mom and mom. So I have to get everything I have to do into five hours every day. And that's not just for my business. Like I help my husband with yes. his business. <laughs> so it's a lot. 
Yeah. And uh, let's just kind of zero in on how we look after ourselves as women and self-care. So as you know, my jam is the skin, it's radiance, Mm -hmm. it's beauty, it's promoting collagen, uh, helping to reduce things like acne, melasma, brown spots, skin sensitivities through my work at rachelvarga.ca. If we haven't yet connected, book a call with me. I would love to help you out. Use promo code podcast 15. But I'm curious, you know, what do some of your kind of self-care skin routines look like? I'm always, I always love just taking notes from, from just glorious Amazonian babes like yourself. Thank you. You're with me, Blush. Um, so my self-care routine is great. My skincare could probably use some help. I should, I, we need to, we need to link up. Um, I am just getting, (laughs) I'm just getting better about it. Um, obviously I eat extremely healthy. So I think that has really helped the look of my skin because I think that skin health starts from the inside. Um, so we've really been working Mm -hmm. on like healing my gut. Um, actually my physician is Dr. Gabrielle and she's incredible and she's helped me. We found out that I had parasites and I was living in mold. And so we kind of like, handled all of that. And so that's really helped my gut health, um, which has helped my skin health. But as far as the routine, honestly, I'm super basic. Like I like to just wash my face and this is going to sound so funny. I have been using olive oil on my skin for the past like six years. And apparently uh, you're now, JLo. <laughs> I just, did you see that JLo apparently stole my, she took a page from my book because apparently I'm totally kidding by the way. Um, she came out with her JLo beauty that was the olive oil and I was dying. I'm like, Oh my God, my husband make, makes fun of me all the time, but I keep it pretty basic. I use like supernatural products. I don't like to put a lot of stuff in my face. So I'm, I'm very basic. Let me tell you a funny story about the whole <laughs> JLo debacle saying she doesn't do Botox. I do have a YouTube video on this. So please go to the Rachel Varga official YouTube page and I will definitely uh, get you in the loop with that. But uh, what you need to know about JLo coming out and saying she doesn't do Botox, I freaking called this. This was a PR stunt to launch her <laughs> new skincare brand. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is that people were doing pre-orders before actually on the website, they listed the ingredients. So we have a lot of these people that just don't care about what they're putting on their skin, on their bodies. They'll just go with what a celebrity endorses. You have to do what's right for you. And when it comes to nutrition and air quality and things like that, I mean, we've had Naveen Jain on here. We've had Hypo Air on the show here. All of those things are really important if you want to have great skin. So I really wanted to thank you for bringing that up. That's a, a really key point. But yes, as we age, you know, we do need some anti-aging assistance. So, you know, when you're younger, sometimes you can get away with the olive oil, the (laughs) coconut oil. But as we age, our skin does need more sophisticated products and uh, focus with giving uh, clinical results that are clean and free of parabens, salicylates, sulfates, artificial dyes, fragrances, and non-tested on animals. But we want results from so Teresa. I'm going to send you the link for a one-on-one and we will, <laughs> we will talk. You're going to help SOS. Okay. So what I would love to do, do you, do you have anything to add to that? Yes. No, I, I agree. I mean, um, I'm not saying what I do. All right. Is right. So I, what's your evening routine? What does this look like? My evening routine? Um, it changes. I'm, I call It's funny because if you look at my Instagram bio, I have taxi cab driver on there because we are all over the place. I have two kids, 10 and 13, and they play sports. So we are like nonstop. My son's competitive soccer, my daughter's basketball. So it's like every day we are going somewhere else. Um, so oftentimes it's just like 
homework, dinner, sports, and then I come home and unwind. I, I really don't have like a, a special sacred routine or anything. My mornings are really my sacred time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say that my evenings are my sacred time. I sometimes, more often than not, I have been known to be in the bathtub for a good one or two hours. <laughs> are you so I'll draw specific? myself a bath. I'll put like, heck yeah, I am. I'm going to lay it all out right here what I do. So I That's have my red light therapy, my juve light on my plant stand. Uh, yes. Yeah, definitely have about one to two cups of unscented Epsom salts, just pure Epsom salts, because yep. you don't want the fragrance that's added to it. Get mm -hmm. the cheap stuff from the gardening supply. Use the one that horses use, whatever, that's fine. Yep. And then I'll put in some of my favorite um, locally made pineapple body oil. And I love to shave my legs with it. And then once you get out of the tub, you are just, you're just hydrated head to toe. My husband loves it, if you know what I mean. And then I'll also put <laughs> some uh, essential oils in there, like lavender. Yep. Sometimes I'll do some clary sage. And... Uh, yeah, it's that's that's my evening routine. I'll light a candle and that's I'll just so take good. that time. And I track my with my aura ring, my sleep. Mm -hmm. And when mm -hmm. I do the magnesium soaks at bed at bedtime, I always sleep better. Yeah. So I, I recommend incorporating that. That's that's <laughs> a goal. We actually have uh, we bought our house in December. We have this like beautiful like freestanding tub and the master bed, the master bathroom. And I was doing my soaks in there until we realized that that's where. The mold was. Mm. <laughs> so I thought I was doing all these, you know, healthy, uh, healthy habits at night, but I'm really looking forward to getting back to that. It's completely being renovated right now. We had to tear the whole thing out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that's a big work. That's a yep. big job. But then you have, you know, the bathroom, how you want it to be and, yep. and all of that good stuff. But yeah, carve out time for your morning, for your evening routine. I mean, Teresa is a highly successful CEO mother, you know, really, we need to listen to this, what successful people are doing to look good, crush life and also maintain a home life. So mm -hmm. when it comes to balancing your body, mind, spirit and energy, what are some of the things that you like to do? I always love looking at your Instagram, seeing you working out. And in case you guys don't know, Teresa was one of the first on Instagram back in the day, you know, with Kim and Chloe following her pages <laughs> and all of that. So, you know, you, uh, you know how to take care of yourself. So share your secrets. Yeah. That was back when I was doing fitness stuff. It seems like a long time ago. Um, yeah, obviously fitness is huge for me. So I was, before I got into social media marketing, I was a health and fitness expert for the, like 15 years. I owned gyms and had a big online fitness business and wrote a book and had an app and did all the, all the things. Um, but even though I'm not doing that now, it's still obviously a huge part of my life. Um, I, you know, like I, my husband calls me a hamster. So he says literally like my exercise is my sanity. <laughs> like I have to exercise every day because I'm like, so high strung. Um, so I pretty much work out every day, whether it's some type of like weightlifting or outdoor cardio or some form of like functional movement, like mobility. Um, but it's funny that you mentioned the juve because I, that's part of my morning, my magic morning routine as well. I have an infrared sauna, but I also use the juve light. So I'm really big with like all the biohacking stuff as well. So I just do mine in the morning, not the evening, because evening is crazy, crazy, crazy with kids. But I definitely like to incorporate, like we talked about, meditating is really big for me. I found that since I've had a really consistent meditation like routine, it's been pretty life changing for me. Um, and if anyone's listening on here and 
you you have a difficult time meditating, you have to find the one that's right for you. For me personally, I did not do well with meditations until I started Joe Dispenza's meditations. And now I'm in there. In fact, yesterday I was in there for 45 minutes and it felt like five minutes. I was literally came out and I was like, wow. Um, so that works really well for me. But I think something that's really important for me too, is I don't, I'm just at a point in my life where I don't kill myself over things. So say that I want to have a launch or do something, but something comes up with the kids or, you know what I mean? Like I know I don't stress about a specific timeline because I know that whenever I launch, it's going to be the right time. The universe always has my back. So I don't stress, I don't sweat the small things like a lot of business owners do, you know, like I just, I run my business really differently and that just helps to take a lot of the stress off of me because then I'm not constantly like running myself ragged, trying to get things done at 4am, you know, because it's a specific time launch. I'm like, I'm not doing that. If I'm going to have a business, it's going to be on my terms and it's going to be on my timeline. So that's helped me a lot with balance. I think, yeah, I think that's great. And how do you keep your energy levels up? Like so many moms say, oh, I don't have time to exercise. And you guys light up the comment section. Any questions you guys have, we're going to take some questions live at the end of the call here. But what energizes you? And, and do you hear so many people that are busy moms and CEOs saying they don't have time to exercise? Is that like the biggest pitfall people can make in regards to their energy? I think, I think it's a, well, I think there's a lot of things. I think exercise is huge. I think sleep is extremely important. I do not mess with my sleep. <laughs> like, I do not like to get less than eight hours a night. Some nights occasionally, like if I'm being super clean, super good, I'm not drinking wine or doing anything. I can get like seven and a half and I'm functioning up, like functioning optimally, but Honestly, like sleep is a very big priority for me. So I'm in bed at 10 o'clock. I get up at 630 pretty much every day. Um, I think that's a major, major factor when it comes to energy. It's just making sure that you have really, you know, but also when you look at sleep, you have to look at some of the things like circadian rhythm. So I try not to eat late at night. Um, I try to not eat after like six, seven o'clock latest so that I have that kind of like intermittent fasting window. This actually helps regulate, they're called clock chains. I'm sure you know about all this, that helps with your sleep and all that. So um, I'm pretty big with that. Like I follow, I do a lot of intermittent fasting. So typically I'll have my dinner, I'll finish around seven and I won't eat until like 11 or 12 the next day. I don't wake up and eat breakfast right away. Like I used to do when I used to do like hardcore fitness stuff. I feel like that's helped me a lot. So it's like kind of all the little tools in the toolbox, you know, that I use that really just help me to, you know, perform my highest. Yeah. And I used to do pretty long intermittent fasting windows of 14 to 16 hours. And now right now with some things going on with my health, I don't do longer than 12. Mm -hmm. um, I'm pretty darn dialed in as well with my nutrition. But when I actually have breakfast, whether it's like a brain smoothie or my hubby made me some nice pancakes this morning, um, I find that I do better. And do you tend to do better working out in the morning, would you say? I really like working out in the morning. I feel like it turns my brain on. I get the sweat. Like sweating is huge for me, detoxing. Do you tend to do better working out in the morning, Teresa? Yeah. Can you hear me? Is there like a lag? Um, definitely. Definitely. I'm a morning workout person. Perfect. Yeah. Instagram isn't quite as good for these live calls. So that's why going live on Facebook and uh, YouTube seems to 
do a little bit better. But let's just um, carry on with that question that I had for you, Teresa, around is exercising in the morning better for you when you actually carve out that time to look after yourself? Yeah, I was saying I prefer exercising in the morning for a couple of reasons. One, I know that it gets done. Two, I feel like it kind of turns my brain on. <laughs> so when my husband says I'm a hamster, like, I mean, legitimately, I don't know if there's something in my genetic makeup, but like, I feel like I need to exercise every day. Um, as you know, there's, it's called BDNF movement creates like a brain nutrients. It's like fertilizer for your brain. Mm -hmm. So I'm really yes. big with that, uh, making sure that I'm getting lots of BDNF going in my brain every morning. And I also like to sweat. I'm really big with detox. I've done like a lot of testing and I'm actually a really poor detoxer. So for me having mm -hmm. like the sauna or the exercise in the morning is, it just makes me feel really good before I go into my day. So I typically almost always exercise in the morning. Yeah. And I've been kind of playing around with that myself too, but I wanted to ask, you know, the bikini boss herself, <laughs> what that looks like. <laughs> and uh, for everybody tuning in, uh, just give a quick shout out to your book, Teresa. Oh, yes. Uh, I wrote a book called Boss the Bikini. Um, it was back in like 2016. And it basically just talks, even when I was doing fitness, you know, I was running a business and I was juggling being a mom and I was kind of like trying to manage all the things. And so I wrote that book because, you know, it wasn't, I didn't find that it was the diet and the nutrition that was the hard part because there's 5 million diet books. Everybody knows there's trainers everywhere. It was the mindset that's the hardest part for people. So like, how do you get in the right mindset and how do you like prioritize and be productive as a busy working mom or a busy entrepreneur, female entrepreneur that has to juggle all these things to be able to make time, put yourself as a priority. So that's why I wrote that book because for me, it was like seeing all these women coming in. It was always the same issue. It wasn't that they, they know what they're supposed to do. They weren't doing it because of the mindset component. So I've always been really big with mindset. Perfect. That's great. And uh, I have another question for you. How do you keep your mind clear? Because I've heard you in, in other interviews, you know, a lot of us here that are showing up online, we're CEOs, entrepreneurs, working moms, we got a little bit of ADD and a little bit of OCD, which can sometimes <laughs> actually soup. be an asset. Yeah. I call that alphabet soup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so can you expand on that, how you kind of harness all of that energy and all of those ideas into, you know, launching your social media coaching programs and working with your clients and showing up and looking after yourself? How do you hone that energy that wants to be in like five places at once? Oh, man, this is a that's a loaded answer because it's taken me years to get to a point where I can really start laser focusing on one project at a time. That used to be my big downfall is I thought I could do a million things at one time because I'm like every entrepreneur, like, oh, I can do all these and this idea, this and this and this, you know, especially I'm working out like all these ideas come. And now I've realized like, OK, put it in a list. It's not that you can't do those ideas, but you can't do them right now. So I make a list of all the ideas and eventually I finish one project and then we move on to another project. So it's just really important that you have to realize like you can't be great at everything at one time. So you've got to really just, it's like, have you seen the, um, there's a funny meme that has a dog walking with its own leash. It says entrepreneur life. And that's literally, if you cannot manage yourself, you're not going to be successful as an entrepreneur. You have to learn how to manage yourself. So that's something that I've worked on. I feel like over the last couple of years, I've gotten a lot better, but that was through trial and error. I just love how open you are about this, right? And I feel like a lot of us need to be a little bit more transparent of when we're having a hard time, you know, those very successful CEOs out there that they've had to declare bankruptcy, but guess what? You fail 
quote unquote, but is it <laughs> really right. a failure or is it just more of a stepping stone, a roadblock that you yep. get over? And then it just makes you just even more badass and resilient. And actually, I think it enables us to take on even bigger, you know, yep. bigger pieces of the cake, if you will. What's your take on that? Oh, a thousand percent. I mean, that's, I've been through it myself. We, I had a, uh, we owned some health clubs back when I first, it was like my first entrepreneurial venture. And I was having babies at the time. I you know, had my son and then I got pregnant with a baby, lost it. And I got pregnant with my daughter and had a baby. And it was like, it was just a lot to manage and it just became overwhelming. And I ended up getting sick back then. It was too stressful. So we ended up closing one, selling the other one. And then we were like, you know, personally guaranteed for everything. So we had to bankrupt the entire business. You know, this is whatever, I don't even know how old went out or 10, 10 years ago. And that, even though it seemed like the end, like the worst thing in my life at that time, I look back now and I'm like, I could never be where I am without all of that happening because I learned so much through that experience that it allowed me to like never make those mistakes again. I know most entrepreneurs I know, I know more that have filed bankruptcy than, than that have not. <laughs> It's very common when you're an entrepreneur to start businesses and then, you know, so I don't even think it has like a stigma like it used to. It's not even a big deal. Yeah, there's like a certain percentage of businesses that are going to make it or they're going to fail. And I mean, that kind of goes along with so many things we might try in life. Say, for example, yeah. our nutrition or a fitness mm -hmm. plan or a skincare routine, something doesn't work for you anymore. And then guess what? You just simply have to adapt and evolve. And that's kind of the beauty of being a human is that we can always make these choices. And especially right now, we're at a huge choice point with humanity. You can choose to do this, you can choose to do that, and um, or to not do things. And that's completely the beauty of being a human and having freedom and having that freedom to choose what your life can look like. So how do you stay positive, Teresa? Because every time I see you, I always, you're always just like this positive beacon of light slash Amazonian superwoman <laughs> mega babe. Like I, online, I kid you not, Teresa in person is just like statuesque. I don't think I've ever come across anyone else quite like you. <laughs> Thank you. And, uh, you know, how do you do it? How do you stay positive? I literally don't, I tune everything out. So I'm really good at like, I do not watch the news. I do not surround myself with anybody negative. They're out. I can't do it. Like I'm just, um, I actually, I, I did this a long time ago because I'm a really big empath. And when I used to watch the news and do things like I would get really affected by things. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, this is not helping me at all. It's just making me stressed out, anxious, worried, like all the things. So I, stopped doing it years ago, even before we have, you know, the great mainstream media that we have now <laughs> back when it wasn't so biased. Um, but yeah, I just don't, I literally have my bubble, my kind of circle of influence that I focus on and I just stick with that. So I don't even know. I mean, this, it's kind of a, it's a catch 22 because sometimes I don't know what's going on because I keep myself in the bubble. Um, but yeah, I just don't pay attention to it.
All right. Well, thank you so much for answering that. And um, yeah, I think it's just really important that we make sure that we are focusing on the things that give us joy. And with our morning meditations, focusing on our gratitudes, doing at least five And we're back. Hey. Back. Yeah. So what technology. I was, yeah. Doing about five gratitudes a day. I think someone hit my router downstairs. It's probably uh, someone doing something fantastic for me. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of that, you are a big proponent of hiring people to do things for you that is just going to make a better use of your time. And I know yeah. that you it's growing up, you know, your father's a police officer, your mom was a quote unquote hustler. And I, I heard you say in an interview once that uh, you couldn't figure out why they didn't just pay someone to clean the house, right? So explain this, because we got a lot of moms, you know, 25% male audience here as well. What can we delegate? And what are the things that we really should be doing? I'm just curious. So I am the queen of delegation. The only other person that I would say, and she's my mentor who you're going to be actually interviewing, I think after me, JJ Virgin. Um, she's my mama bear and queen bee, my favorite person. She, she even pushed me more because I've always been a delegator, but she was like, no, no, no. Anything that you can delegate and pay somebody less than you make per hour, you should be delegating that off your plate and saving your time for your kind of zone of genius. So that's just how I look at it. I mean, obviously, if you're going to pay someone, you need to make sure you're productive to make up for it. <laughs> you can't just pay someone and sit around. But for me, I really look at it as like, um, you know, I have people that help me clean my house. I have dog walkers that help me walk my dogs. You know, that's 30 minutes walking dogs that I could be working online. So when I tell you that I get all of my work done in five hours a day, that's because I'm literally working straight for five hours, like uninterrupted, like getting everything done. Um, and that's how I'm able to do that is because I delegate everything else all, you know, that takes up my, my busy work time that I should be handling those responsibilities. So, yes. Yeah. And I'll echo that. And we also have a mutual friend, Dave Asprey. And yep. uh, when I interviewed him on the show, uh, one of the questions I asked was, you know, how do you manage all of this? Cause he's got two kids. He has a farm. His farm is incredible. I've had the opportunity to hang out with some of the spring goats. They're so oh freaking cute. So cute. And you know, he's, he's just like a really nice guy has a gorgeous mm -hmm. wife. And so he was actually relaying that he has two dishwashers. <laughs> So he'll put the dish, the dirty dishes in one and then he'll, um, the other one will be clean. So he doesn't take time to unload mm -hmm. dirty dishes and reload. And there's just little things like that, that we can um, do to maximize our time so that we can show up and be our best versions and not burn out. And just, you know, quick question, how do you avoid burnout with doing all the things, being a mom, being a CEO, looking hot, looking after your health? How do you not burn out? I think it goes back to just priorities um, and, and the way that I run my business, which I told you, like, I am very different, you know, because I run my business as a CEO, I'm the one in charge of like, here's the marketing plan. Here's when we're going to launch. Here's this. And guess what? If we don't hit that, I'm not going to kill myself. I'm not going to literally stay up, like I said, till 4 a.m. to make sure that we hit this deadline or get this email out. Like life is too short and I've already experienced burnout. I, I did, I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt. 
I've completely burnt myself to a ground in the past when I was doing fitness competitions, running a business, I had little toddlers and it, it got really sick because I was putting, I was just burning the candle at both ends and it got me, where did it, where did it get me? Nowhere. <laughs> and pass. So I promised myself that when I started another business, I'm not going to do it that way. I'm doing it differently. And it might take a little bit longer to do things or to build it, but it's going to be on my terms. I'm going to take vacations. I'm going to spend time with my kids in the evenings. You know, I'm not going to work all day. Um, so that's, it's really helped me to be able to have that kind of off time, which keeps me from having the burnout. So it's just, it's a really biggest priorities for me. Yeah. And when you mentioned sleep, one of the ways that I avoid burnout is I check my aura ring metrics. So say, for mm -hmm. example, my readiness score is low or my sleep wasn't great the night before. Like, for example, today, I mean, I was freaking T-boned yesterday in, oh. in a car crash on the passenger side. And so I'm just, you know, taking this time to rest. Sure, I'll spend time hanging out with you and JJ, because there are some things that uh, does take energy, but it also fuels us. Mm -hmm. And so it's just knowing what those are. And learning how not to burn out is a really key tool. And one of the last question I have for you, and then we'll wrap up here is what is it like to work with their husbands? Uh, yesterday, <laughs> I was, or not yesterday, a couple of days ago, I did an interview on my other podcast, Beauty and the Biohacker. And we had Katie Moore on there. She works with her fiance, my uh, go-to messaging guru, Steph Lane. Uh, she works with her husband. And I do work with my husband as well. And I know you also do. So what is that like? And what tips do you have? Because more and more of us are working from home with our partners. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this, that we've, my husband and I have been married over 14 years. So we've been together 16, married 14. And um, in the beginning, when we were first kind of together, when I was pregnant, I decided, I'm like, oh, let me go see if I can work for my husband. Uh, we actually own functional medicine stem cell clinics. So he's got a bunch of offices. Realized very quickly back then that I could not work with my husband. It was like uh, <laughs> the two butting heads because I'm super alpha and then he's very alpha at work and like it was not working together and we were like clashing and I'm like, okay, if we want to stay married, we probably should not work together. But I will tell you that we've both done so much inner work, like ridiculous amounts of inner work, dropping the ego, you know, whether it's plant medicine, Joe Dispenza meditations, inner child work, NLP, ED, EMDR, like all of the things we've done it all. <laughs> and because of that, we both are really different people now. So we're able to work together a lot better and communicate better. Um, so that's helped tremendously. And it's funny because I actually just this year started helping him in his business again. So I help him with a lot of his um, like marketing. So he, he runs his business, but I do kind of like the CMO, you know, like as far as like the strategy and, and this marketing for him, but it's good. It's going great now, but it's taken 13 years of, <laughs> inner work and trial and error for us to be able to work together as yeah. two like as two like dominant personalities. Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely alpha female and mm -hmm. my hubby's alpha alpha male. Yeah. I've made sure to marry a double alpha because <laughs> that's just what I said I needed. And the universe gave me that. So thank yeah. you very much. Um, so, so the thing here that I just wanted to dive into and just acknowledge is that when you're on sort of like a body, mind, spiritual energy journey, don't be surprised if your partner isn't at the same pace as you. It's very yeah. unusual for partners to evolve at the same time mm -hmm. and in the same way. So if you have that, wow, you're super lucky. 
But if you don't have that yet, don't worry, just take time to cultivate it and give yourself a little bit of grace. So you mentioned you help your husband with all of his social media and things like that. And you uh, have Capture Social Group as your company. Mm -hmm. So I'd love for you to just give a shout out to how people can can work with you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm the CEO and founder of Capture Social Group. It's like a tongue twister. Um, and the social butterfly program. And we, I own a social media agency that basically we work with entrepreneurial experts um, and entrepreneurs and brands to help them learn how to organically grow their brands on social media, but also how to leverage social media for their business. So we're working with like a very specific type of clientele. Um, and then I've branched off from that and kind of created some like the group coaching courses and programs to where I teach everybody the same kind of strategies and tactics that we use, but for you to do on your own. Um, so that's what I do with Capture. Um, so our agency is obviously by application because it's a service industry, but you can find out more about us on our website, which is capturesalsogroup.com. And it'll kind of tell you a little bit about what we do. Perfect. And I'll have that in the show notes and everybody, uh, you guys can follow Teresa at Teresa de Pasquale on Instagram. Um, you know, check her out at capture social group as well. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining us here on the show, Teresa. I've been wanting to catch up with you for a long time now. And do you have any closing words for us today? Thank you for having me. And thank you for showing up, even though you got T-bone yesterday. I'm impressed. <laughs> That's commitment. <laughs> you know what? Um, if you guys follow my social media, you'll see that I do a lot of like, I'm, I'm hurting right now. Uh, but with doing all of my cold therapies, I have learned yeah. to regulate my nervous system like a freaking badass rock star. I kid you not. If I didn't have that ability to regulate my breath hmm. and overcome pain, like that's actually what got me into uh, cold therapy was another car crash almost two years ago that I'm actually still dealing with. And that's why I do all that cold therapy is to mitigate pain and regulate my nervous system. So when you see those crazy people going in the cold ocean, I'm one of them. I choose just choose to do it alone. And at the sunset, that's part <laughs> of my evening routine is to sun gaze and get my cold therapy in. But sometimes I'll do it midday as just like a little bit of like a boost. It'll wake me up. It helps with pain. And yeah, everybody go follow Teresa. It was just such a, a blessing to have you on the show here and hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you. You too. It was great to see you.